Tiny whiny, wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly, wibbly yes. wobbly. How about that, huh? Uh, thanks for having me on. I I love this show. Uh, awesome. I, I love this channel. And I was, you know, I had I had gotten sadly to the back of the line. And some of you, some of the best channels. That's the best thing about Pluto. Literally, there's like a zillion channels that we all love. And I know a lot of them have been uh, done already, with some exceptional episodes you've done so far. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of fun episodes. Yeah, 90210 and uh, was that you and Tim did Degrassi? Mm-hmm. I want to do Degrassi. We need to do a sequel for Degrassi. I would do Degrassi. Definitely can. See, that's the thing. Even if you do it once, you can always go back to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so fun. Yeah. Um. So you chose you chose a couple of different things, honestly. And I did. When I you know would ask you're gonna do the app, and you're like. I don't know what I want to do yet. We talked Rescue 911, I know, at one point. Yep. We talked Unsolved Mysteries at one point. Yep. Um, which, when I do that show, will be extra special because that's my favorite show on Pluto. Me um, too. And so what made you settle on Doctor Who? Well, uh, a couple things. Number one, I loved, uh, I loved Doctor Who, both classic and current. Um, and I grew up with, you know, I, I, I saw Doctor Who when I was, uh, on like my local PB, you know, like PBS station mm-hmm. and it used to be on. And I remember very vividly when you and I first met, uh, I can't remember what pod it was, or maybe we were just talking in a chat and you, uh, uh, told me that the current Doctor Who blows away classic old Doctor Who. Right. And I kind of I mean, let... I told you a fact. Yeah. Well, well, no, it's not. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I kept that in the back of my mind for a long time. And then when, when Pluto started populating like amazing kick ass channels, I said, all right, I'm going to make her watch some old school Doctor Who because she's going to find fine entertainment in this. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Um, well, so. we've already kind of uh, messed with our timeline here, if you will, because <laughs> we uh, we kind of jumped in the middle. Usually we chat for a little bit, and then we start the episode when we catch it on, but we kind of realized that this episode started in the half-hour mark, so just a few minutes in. I have no idea what is happening, so that's on brand. What <laughs> channel was this again? 532? 532. Yep, right. on Pluto. I can give you a little background on the episode we're watching. Actually. All right, let's do that. All right, so this is called the Time Warrior. Uh, it actually has Sarah Jane as the mm-hmm. companion, who argue, many consider arguably the greatest Doctor Who companion of all time. Uh, this is probably, if I remember correctly, because it's Sarah Jane, this is the third Doctor's last season. So this okay. is sometime in 1974. Uh, the third Doctor, obviously everybody knows Tom Baker is the fourth Doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third Doctor was John Pertwee. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, my dear, you did watch Gotham, correct? The show Gotham, of course. Well, I mean. I mean, it's Batman, right? I hate watched it a little bit. Did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Alfred in that yes. on that show, the actor that played Alfred, yes. is actually this Doctor's son. 
Sean right. Pertwee. I actually did so, know that. Yeah. So, uh, the so in this epi- in this series, I guess of episodes, it's called the Time Warrior. Uh, the Doctor and Sarah Jane are in medieval times, and they were going after a Santaran, uh, who is one of the more well-known uh, aliens mm-hmm. in Doctor Who lore. They're probably like number three, probably behind the Daleks and the Cybermen. Um, mm. And of course, they're they're notoriously known as Potato Heads. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he's trying to hypnotize uh, the old kind of uh, these medieval knights to try and take all their weapons and and their their fortress because his uh, his ship uh, crashed through the time through time loop. Because that's usually yeah. Yes. So the doctor's crashed in the medieval times. Yes, he did. And you know what's funny? Funny you say that because there's a there was a scene in the previous episode that I just watched where they're eating at the table like chicken with their hands and guzzling wine. I'm like, oh my god, this is medieval times. That's exactly what you do now. You go to medieval times, you eat with your fucking hands, you get drunk. And you watch guys fall off horses. There's no horses in this episode, but and you thing. wear wigs like this lady. She I know. looks insane. She does look insane, right? That's not your morning hair, is it? Uh, close. <laughs> Muffin <Almost>. hair. <laughs> oh god. So, I mean, if we're talking Doctor Who, then you have to know how did your Doctor Who fandom start? You know, when you were watching on PBS, did you follow the whole series? Did you follow the reboot? I. Uh, I first saw Doctor Who when I was a kid in, I don't know, probably the early 80s. I, uh, it was on PBS, because obviously this was on the BBC, and it would come to our side of the world probably, like, after it first aired in the UK. So we got it, like, in the summertime, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I just watched an episode, you know, big sci-fi fan, you know, love Star Wars, love, you know, so I love sci-fi and fantasy and that kind of thing, like we all do. And... Uh, I watched this, and by the way, Pluto TV's like in between things are so cool, the like all the colors. Yeah, no, oh, like yeah. The, oh, the bumpers. Yeah, the bumper I love things the are bumper. so awesome. Yes, it's they're my so favorite. awesome. I I enjoyed like this. I, I liked British TV anyway. I love the BBC. Mm-hmm. I like Monty Python, and I like. Uh, there was a great show that was on. It wasn't on the BBC. It was on Tim's Television. It was called. Um, it was called The Tomorrow People, which was a um, which was a, it was a show on, it was about teenagers that had heightened abilities and, oh, okay. you know, they, they can move. It was actually fascinating. I have, I have the series the, and they, they did it twice. They mm. did it in the seven or three times. Actually, the original show was in the seventies. Then they did it again in like, I think the early nineties. And then I think they did it on the CW. I don't know, like five years ago or something, I think. That um, sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Five or six years ago. And I was just fascinated by it. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. This guy kind of flies, goes through time and, faces aliens and then sometimes there's history episodes uh, there's horror ep- there's sometimes they'll they'll occasionally do like a horror themed episode which is pretty cool very scary and and terrifying like the, the creatures and stuff so i got hooked on it and then um kind of fell out of it and then it ended in like the original run ended in 1989 uh then they had the movie in 96 uh on fox which was okay paul mcgann was the I don't know what number that is. I now. don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah, it came out in '96. Eric Roberts played the master. I remember oh, that. Oh, oh yeah. And oh er- shit. Yep, and uh, Paul McGann, who was in Alien Three, which I just watched the other night. Uh, he was do- he was the let me do my math seventh eighth Doctor, and then you forgot about it. Doctor Who kind of left the consciousness because mm-hmm. the '90s was we didn't 
some sci-fi and then Star Wars obviously started back again in 99 and and then in 2005 of course the the reboot uh-huh. um and I bought a few DVDs and then Netflix actually had uh Netflix actually had the original series uh so I watched that for a while and then when BritBox started the streaming service uh I think they had like a free trial and then it was like 4.99 a month it was like one of the cheapest streams ever uh-huh. I bl- I blew through the uh the original the classic series from 63 to <clears throat> to 89 now most of the ones in the 60s like BBC like starting here in the 70s they kept them but if notoriously if you know uh during the second doctor's run in the late 60s the BBC which I don't know what the fuck they did this for this is ridiculous they like would they would they would like erase tapes because they didn't think any of these shows would ever air again. So, like, <laughs> I mean, is that the dumbest thing you've heard? Like, ah, we're never so, going like, to So, like, lost again. episodes and shit. Yeah, so they, yeah. they, they, so the second Doctor, Patrick Troughton, uh, for, the, for you horror fans, he was the priest in The Omen, uh, the first Omen. Uh, he, um, a lot of his run is lost. They either had to do, they did, the BBC did, like, audio CDs, or they hmm. had to um, animate it. Right. They would do really nice animation. But by, by John Pertwee's run, when the show went to color in 1970, they obviously realized what they were doing was stupid, and they have them all ever since. So. But I got excited when the reboot started in 2005. But I would say I was watching Doctor Who in the early 80s on my PBS, and I don't know, I just thought it was cool, because I like British TV, and obviously I love sci-fi and that kind of thing. So it, I thought it was really cool. The cheesiness of it. which yeah, I, I, it's so cheesy. It is cheesy. That's what I was looking forward to watching it with you, because... You know, obviously, the current Doctor Who is obviously jacked up with you know, the current technology. But mm-hmm. the BBC, you know, the budget was like, you know, five bucks in a phone <laughs> card. So, yeah, basically, uh, pretty much. So you're looking at like you could tell like the walls are, you know, styrofoam. And oh, God. Yeah. Look at these. I guys. mean, and I, I believe that that's why the costuming is how it is on this show is because they had nothing else to fucking work with. Oh, absolutely. They just had to use whatever. So they just tried to change it up in some way, paint it or do some shit to, to make it look different. Yep. Yep. John Pertwee was my favorite doctor because, you know, as you can see, he's got like the, the fancy shirt and the, Mm -hmm. the, the suede jacket, like the crushed velvet jacket. He was kind of like James Bond. I think that's why I liked him. He, he like punched guys and drove lots of cars and he had fancy, you know, uh, gadgets and st- he was, he was like the James Bond doctor. So I always kind of gravitated mm-hmm. to him in terms of the classic stuff, but obviously Tom Baker's the one. And look uh, at that hair too. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. The hair is luscious, isn't it? It's intense. He actually, uh, he's actually the last doctor to pass away. Uh, John Pertwee, he died in the late nineties. Tom oh. Baker's still the oldest doctor that's still alive. Um, so did you ever watch any classic or like, no. So with my fandom, I found Doctor Who at a time where I was like super like depressed and I would remember just days and days and weeks and weeks of watching Doctor Who on Netflix on my little Kindle fire that I had. So I just had this Kindle so I could prop it up on the bed and cover my face up. Hmm. And watch Doctor Who like four inches from my face on this tiny screen. Right. And that sounds very, very depressing. But and it was. But Doctor Who is what got me through that. Like mm-hmm. I fell in love with nine. 
uh, Christopher Eccleston. I fell in love with the next Doctor Ten. <laughs> I yep. fell in love with the next. I mean, it never like I love them. I like in Eleven is my favorite. He has my favorite episodes. Um, I, he I connected with him most at that time when mm. I was just not great and he, he they all the doctors all the modern doctors helped me through all that and that is my fandom and that is my heart for doctor who like it means like a ton to me like but even though like as i got better like i would drift away from it because it was i always find it like a comfort now so like if i get upset i had those comfort episodes and i'll be like Okay, I gotta watch. I gotta watch eleven one. So like the Matt Smith's first episode is a goddamn masterpiece. It is, and he has several masterpieces. And I, mm-hmm. in his run, has some of my favorite episodes. So, but when I like I said, when I started um, kind of healing a little bit and like doing better and not laying in my bed watching Doctor Who all the time, I drifted away from it. So like um, from the thirteenth Doctor and then into I know from the twelfth. I watched right. some of that. I hate Clara, so she kind of fucked it up for me as well. Yeah, I love. I agree with you. I love Peter Capaldi. I love. Yes. He, he's one of my favorite doctors, but she she just needed to be smacked. <laughs> she really she really did. I, I couldn't I, I couldn't stand her. She had some chemistry with both of them. I just <laughs> didn't like her. Like, and right. I don't. It's very irrational. I don't know why, but anyway. So then I haven't seen any really of the of the the first female doctors run. Have you watched any of that? I did. I watched her two seasons. I know her third season starting at some point this year. I like Jodie Whittaker. She's okay. The companions I'm not crazy about. They seem very faceless. Like when you go through any of the doctors, classic or, or current companions are huge. Like one of Tom Baker's, I mean, Tom Baker, who's the fourth doctor, obviously he, he did like one series without a companion he was in between i think leela and and uh romana or whatever and he was on gallifrey and he was trying to stop an assassination plot kind of thing it was cool but when he when he doesn't have somebody to bounce off of it Uh it, it could get a little dry having said that there are years where there's three companions and i think that's too much i think one or two is fine i so let me ask you this then because i've i've wanted to as i've been as we've been preparing to do this show because I've never thought Clara was one of the more polarizing companions. Mm-hmm. So I've been waiting to ask you, thumbs up or thumbs down on Rose Tyler? So Rose is very important to me as well. Um, thumbs up. Okay. Because I like a lot of people, they don't want to do the whole Dr. Romance thing. But between the two of them, like her and Ten, like David Tennant, like you couldn't not do it. They right. have, they are like fucking magic on yep. screen. I agree. And you can't not do a romance angle with that. Right. No, I agree with you. I, I had no problem with that. Well, they, I mean, they gave him a clone. They gave her a clone of him and mm-hmm. here you go. It's like, could you imagine? Yeah. Well, Paul McGann and uh, I don't remember her name. The, the hell, Dr. Holloway, who was the companion in the movie yes, yes. they actually like hooked up <laughs> they actually like oh, made out and, and did that yeah they did it so mm, wow. um 
Yeah, Fox was like, fuck this BBC rules bullshit. <laughs> um, we want ratings. I wonder um, if any others did. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know, uh, didn't David Tennant meet his wife on Yeah, his episode? wife. His yeah. wife is, uh, oh, shit. His wife is somebody's uh, One daughter. One of the other doctor's daughters, yeah. Oh, Peter Davison, the fifth Yeah, daughter. yeah. It's his, it's his daughter, so they're related. That's why when they did the... Uh, you know that charity they do, the children's charity. They sometimes will do a, they that's the you got it's on YouTube. Uh, David Tennant and Peter Davison did a, uh, like a six minute skit, mm-hmm. and David because David Tennant was marking out because that was his doctor. So. <laughs> Pretty cool. I like I like Rose as well. Well, Tom Baker married one of his uh, companions. Oh, one, did he? One, oh, one okay, of the actresses that played Lala Ward, who played one of the Romanas. Oh, they, they were married for two years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, crazy, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I I was skeptical of a reboot, but I loved Christopher Eccleston's one season. I I wish he did more, but I know him and Russell Davies hated each other's guts. So. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, so they so they they were done. With so he walked out. I know he may come back. I know he's come back to do those. Uh, what do they call them? The finish, the audio, the the one. Yeah, the they do audio. a lot of yeah. So. I know he came back for that. Time heals wounds. There's a whole Doctor Who extended universe with um, the audio dramas and the comic books and the mm-hmm. novels. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like a whole deal. Like, if you choose this fandom, there's so much to fucking learn. <laughs> it is. Um, and I don't know that much. Like, I mine is like a very specific knowledge, you know, right. to like the reboot era and not the more modern stuff, so... Right. I'm like I'm like a weird like a I'm like a wrestling fan with like <laughs> that watched the Attitude Era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nah, it makes sense. It's the same thing with Star Wars. I mean, their their extended universe. Of course, you know right. Disney kind of rebooted it. <laughs> so all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the books from the '90s and '80s that that uh, that Star Wars had. Now half of it doesn't exist, which is weird. But that's another right. conversation for another day. Um, I did I did get the Doctor Who comics. I did like those. I don't own a ton of the novels. But yeah, they they did a lot of extended extended stuff, mostly by the '80s when when the BBC was kind of by that point they were kind of done with the show. Uh, that's when uh, that's when a lot of the audio dramas started, and because they knew there was a fandom, but mm-hmm. the BBC didn't feel like paying for it anymore because by the mid '80s when Peter Davison was finished and Colin Baker came in as the sixth Doctor, um, IGT what is it ITV uh, started like importing shows from our from here, like the eight, like this is the mid '80s, so we're talking like the A Team and Miami Vice and that kind of stuff, and they were killing Doctor Who in the ratings. So by then, they really stopped caring. So if you think that things look, if you think that this Doctor Who era, John Pertwee and Tom Baker, when they were like killing it, is cheesy, watch like Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy from like '84 and '89 when BBC really didn't care. <laughs> it was <laughs> I know, it was, right? <laughs> It was, it, I mean, they really were, they gave them like, again, they gave them like 10 bucks right. <laughs> in terms of a budget, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, watching this episode from 74 and seeing the Santarin with his rubber fucking oh, head. Yeah. Oh my God. What's your I, favorite I, villain? I gotta say I mark out for these terrible, uh, practical effects. Yeah. They're great. It's, it's the BBC. It's pretty good. Honestly, it, it is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's, I mean, that, that Santarin, uh. Yeah, uh, he's makeup. got hair coming out of his ears. Yeah, he's, not he, bad. You know, yeah, no, it's. I mean, obviously, do, uh, I, I mean, reading books and stuff that I have, a, a lot of these 
costumes were obviously borrowed from other, you know, BBC right. shows, and you know they weren't going to pay for special fucking. I love that <laughs> coats and shit. Yeah, BBC just was so incestuous when it came to costumes, props, sets. I'm sure there was like upstairs, downstairs, or some crap, you know, on, in this fucking castle or whatever. Um, on another, you know, two years later or whatever. But um, what are your thoughts on? Because there have been a mix of like male companions to female companions, like because I know you like the romance shipping part of it. When it's like a when it's like a male companion, does it change your thinking anyway or no? So. Another really special relationship to me is Amy Pond and Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor. And Mm -hmm. they had that, right? They were like best friends. Yep. And I think they just just fucking loved each other. Like, you know, but she was in love with Rory. I mean, you know, that Mm -hmm. was her person. So it's like, but there, there was that wild part of her, you know, that wanted to just as a little girl, like, you know, he came into her life as a little girl and she grew up, you know, dreaming of him and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was such a special person to her. And so, I mean, it's definitely possible to do something like male, female without, you know, the the romance part of it. Yeah. Did you like, so you loved Amy Pond then? Okay, oh my so. God. Oh my God. I love Amy loved. Pond. I liked when she threw herself at him and in her wedding dress. I thought that yes. was pretty funny because she was so damn good looking in that. Yeah. Um, she, oh God, she looks amazing. The she whole did. the whole run. Yeah. She just gets hotter um, every season. She really did, right? Yeah. She, uh, it's amazing. Gorgeous, stunning. Yeah, she really did. Now Sarah Jane Smith, of course, dressed in you know very conservative, you know, because she was a reporter, so she wasn't. Right. She was like the first female doctor that wasn't a. Oh, nice flip by John Pertley there, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was the first companion <laughs> that kind of was a... I like how this Suntaran, like, the weapon is a hammer. <laughs> it's a hammer and with a fucking... he holds it for, like, a, like a gun. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Look at that. Look at that light effect. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So great. I think the show definitely... Like, the black and white is tough to watch. I'll admit it. Like, Yeah, I did try to watch some of that classic stuff, but this actually looks pretty fun. Yeah, if you want to get into the classic stuff, I highly, for anybody listening, I highly recommend anything from this Doctor and the Fourth Doctor. It, honestly, anything from seventy to eighty-one is good stuff. I mean, yes, Patrick Troughton and 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 William Hartnell were good Doctors, but the quality of that black and white is is not great. Rough, yeah. Um, yeah, it's rough. Even if I mean, and again, most of the Second Doctor stuff isn't even around. They had to either it either doesn't exist at all. Uh, it's just an audio form, or they they animated it to kind of match with the audio because they did have audio recordings, but they didn't have any video until they found episodes in like like the weirdest places. Like if you go back to, on like Google and find when they found episodes, they found them in like I don't know, like uh, Moroccan bank vaults and weird. you know Persian princes' closets and like all this weird shit, like like uh, you know tombs of Egyptian princes, like King Tut or something. <laughs> The weirdest, no, seriously, the weirdest, like the weirdest places, you know, whorehouses in fucking, you know, Beirut or whatever. Like, like this is the strangest places. Oh my God, look, there's three episodes of Doctor Who and the Crusades. Like, it's it's just random places. It was like the doctor went in the TARDIS and then like went at specific places on the planet and buried those. Exactly. He, he went around and, and Doctor Who went on a bender. He's like Doctor like Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. He just left his porn like all over. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And you know, weird bank vaults. Yeah. Pet belly dancers and everything. Just to fuck with um, people. 
also this is a big episode. This is a big series because remember, obviously, Doctor Who. You know, current Doctor Who viewers may not know that back then, once because you know, obviously now everything's a standalone episode. But back then, one story would be four parts, four half-hour parts. So it would go. It would one story would be four weeks back then. And this is actually a big one, the Time Warrior, because the storyline was when the second the second Doctor was exiled. The Doctor was exiled to Earth. Uh, the Time Lords got pissed off at him. So he got he was allowed to live, but he had to regenerate and he had to stay on Earth because the Time Lords thought, well, you go there a lot. They're vulnerable. They need your help. So we're going to stick you there for the time being. So your TARDIS isn't going to work. You can only use your TARDIS. We need you to use it. So most of Do most of the third Doctor that we're watching here, John Pertwee's run, was all on Earth. So oh, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was. It also that's a was choice. Too. I mean, I feel like um, most people are in it for the the space travel and right. the time travel, not you know. Oh, stuck on did Earth. You, did you see Jeremy Bullock in the credits? I did. There? Yeah. How? You know that. Is, yep. You know who that is? Of course, he was Boba Fett. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Boba Fett. Yeah. Well, see, all those British guys, all, you know, that, that ended up working for Lucas, even if they were just stormtroopers or whatever. A lot of them were BBC actors that did TV back then. Right. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. So um, so most of the, the third Doctor was, was stuck on Earth. A, because it was cheaper, because they could just be on a set. And number two, uh, they were able to shoot on film, so they were able to do more location stuff outside, so they kind of put the money towards that rather than elaborate spaceship sets and all this kind of stuff. So the third doctor didn't go to, um, didn't go in the TARDIS a lot. Oh, I think this is a different one. Are we looking at a totally different doctor? Or is this still, nope, still the third doctor. Okay. Um, yeah, this is the last season because I think this logo debuted this season and I'm actually wearing my t-shirt of that logo. It's my favorite logo of all time. Oh, oh this cool. is huge. This Planet of the Spiders, this is his last story. Oh, nice. This was his, so we'll get to talk, we'll talk about part one tonight. Yeah, this was his last story, and then he regenerated into um, Tom Baker. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah. cool. What are your it's, thoughts? What are your it's thoughts? It's neat on to this? catch a regeneration episode. I know, right? How ingenious do you think that was? I always thought that was cool. Like they kept this show going. Yeah. Oh, there's it, the Brigadier. It's By, fucking great. Like it's right. It's great. And, I love how they can always sort of stretch the rules, you know? Yep. Um, <laughs> whenever they need to, you know, whenever somebody's leaving. I, I feel like Matt Smith had, like, 14, like, almost regenerations, and then he would come back to life. You know, like, he kind of did that a lot. Yep. Um, so his regeneration was huge. So was and David Tennant's. Fucking spectacle. Like, it was, right? David oh Tennant's regeneration God. almost blew the fucking TARDIS up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I love that. You know, I love it when there's a huge deal during the regeneration. Well, I was about to ask you because being very emo, when he's, I know you were crying when he said, I don't want to go. Ugh. You were, I was you, a wreck. You, were, you were, you were cooked, weren't you? I was you were, a wreck. It's so yeah. funny because, like, you know, on your um, Facebook memories, you can go back <laughs> and see, like, Oh God, so embarrassing posts from like ten years ago. Oh yeah, and I've I've had several uh, Doctor Who related ones. And I, was like, <laughs> I have to look back. Oh God, ugh, so embarrassing. Uh, but I was so uh, also all about it. So that was devastating. David Tennant had a weird run because uh, he had like 
what did he have? He had one season with Rose. He had one season with, um, what's her name? Um, not, not, uh, oh, I'm blanking. What did he have after Rose? Rose left, and then it was, um. Catherine Tate? No, before her. Before Catherine Tate? Was... Uh, what the heck was her name? Martha. 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 Martha yes. Jones. Martha. Martha Jones. Ma uh, Martha, Martha was cool. I liked Martha. Uh, that actress ended up being on one of the shows on ABC, one of the medical shows. I don't remember which one. The Internist, I think, or mm -hmm. New Amsterdam. One of those shows. Uh, I liked her. Then there was Catherine Tate, who played uh, uh, Donna Noble. Donna, who, Donna I, Noble is my favorite companion of all time. Are you? Really? Donna Noble. Uh, sometimes oh. she needed I I couldn't. Uh, no, my, I love her. Really? My my favorite current run companion is probably Rose. That's Solid probably, choice, too. I love Rose. I, I do love Amy Pond. Amy Pond. I love, I love Amy. The only, there, there's the only, so many good ones. There really is. There really is. They did a great job. They made them. They did a great. And I have to give Russell Davies and Stephen Moffat and all those showrunners credit because the current run of female companions, they did a good mix of damsel in distress and independent at the same time. Like, because, you know, the doctor has to save them. It's kind of part of the, the modus operandi. But at the same right, time, right. but at the same time, they they were strong women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and and so I always thought that that almost all almost all of the female companions during the current run were great. Yes. Uh, uh, and they did it. In the, they kind of did it in the classic run because technically Romana was a time. She called a time lady. I guess so. Uh so she was technically <laughs> time miss. You would love that. That would that be awesome. You would. Why not? Great. Why not? I dig that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think they always did a great job of mixing the the the, the mix of damsel in distress and independent woman mm. mixed. So I, I always gave the showrunners uh, and the writers a ton of credit during, uh, particularly David and Matt's run, because you know they were kind of the young, good-looking mm. doctors, and it, it was not often that you caught it at a good time being a female fan because I'm sure there weren't a lot of female fans during the classic run. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. Like, look at these ugly fuckers. Uh, <laughs> um, but they, like, very rarely did they ever have a dot the same doctor like back to back regenerations, except David to Matt, because they mm -hmm. were kind of the same guy, you know, young, kind of dapper, wink of the eye, girls, you know, chicks dug him. You know, and I think they did that to boost the female audience, and and they should have. That's that's good television. And then and then they went to Peter Capaldi, where most people are like, oh god, an old crusty guy. But I see, I loved Peter Capaldi. I thought he was. I thought he. Well, was. I mean, old crusty guy. So. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> I know. And then choosing a like I know a lot of the old school crusty, you know, BBC misogynist fans hated Jodie Whittaker. Um, uh, yeah. I didn't have a problem with her. I I. Her first season was a little rough, but most first doctors, depending on this, could be a little wonky. But I thought her second season was fine, and I look forward to this one. Um, but uh, yeah, I I loved I loved Rose Tyler. She's probably she's probably my favorite. But I loved I loved the third Doctor because he just dressed so well. Like he he, mm -hmm. I mean, come on, crushed velvet? No, not this time. And, and ruffled shirt. Ruffled and, shirt, and, yeah. you know, looking. You know, looking dapper with that. Look at that hair. I mean, the hair is amazing. Yeah, the hair is great. The hair is great. 
What is and happening it, in this episode? Well, uh, it's called Planet of the Spiders. It is, uh, it is the third Doctor's final um, uh, story, and it involves a race of spiders in another um, universe that uh, is, I think they're trying to, um, you know, infiltrate Earth. Which is usually what most of the third I was Doctor say, stories that sounds were. right. <laughs> yeah, most of the third Doctor stories were infiltrating Earth. Yeah. Um, but yes, this was. Now the third, the fourth, the third Doctor was very popular, but obviously his Doctor debuted the Master, uh, mm-hmm. who was who was one of the mm-hmm. awesome villains. Yes. Uh, Roger Delgado. Villain. Yes, Roger Delgado played the first Master, but he died, I think, the season before this one. Uh, in a car accident. I don't know, Turkey, I think, or Greece, somewhere in the middle of Europe. I think it was Turkey. And he was very distraught. They were best friends. And he thought, all right, maybe it's time. And the writers were changing. And and he said, you know, I'm probably done. So that's why he did. This was the last season. But what did you think of uh, Missy? As the oh, kid. I love Missy. <laughs> I do, too. I love Missy. Oh, my God. She, oh, M- Michelle Gomez is brilliant. Yes. She is so deliciously evil and yep. also heroic and wonderful. And oh my God, everything she says is hilarious and wonderful. Yep. And she looks amazing. Oh my God, I love her so much. The serial is set in England and on the planet Metabellus 3. Uh, the the uh, fired salesman Lupton allies with a race of psychic spiders called the Eight Legs to gain uh, power. Uh, mm-hmm. so now as a matter of fact, uh, this is the first serial or the first moment, the first instance mm-hmm. where the word regenerate was actually used. Yeah. First two doctors just, what did changed. they call it before? I don't know. I, well, when William Hartnell changed to Patrick Trout he just changed, hmm. uh, Patrick they didn't Troughton, explain it. Yeah, they, he just changed, and they kind of tried to, like, and then the season ended, and then, you know, you had to wait, and then they'd be like, hey, I just, I'm new me, and they kind of rolled with it. It was, oh. it, was, it, was it was awkward, but people kind of okay. went with it. Uh, I know, <laughs> yeah, right? right? It's like, the BBC's like, just shut up and watch it, just, you know? Just whatever. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Who needs details? <laughs> what the fuck else you doing? I know, exactly. Uh, when Patrick Troughton changed to John Pertwee, the Time Lords forced him to change, and they just said change. It's time to change your appearance and begin your exile. So they didn't technically use the word regenerate. Okay. This guy that's on the screen now, the dude with this, looks like a drape uh, on him. He's the one who says it, actually, at the end of the fourth episode. So, You know what's funny? If you were, like, we're looking at this scene in, like, this study or whatever, what are your thoughts on turtlenecks? Okay, so I, I, don't, I don't enjoy a turtleneck. <laughs> Uh, I right? used to have to wear them when I was young, and it always bugged the crap out of me. Right. And I always wondered why they made me wear a turtleneck. Right. It was like, I, it was like a, it was like a layer of warmth, whatever. Like, if it was. Out. Yeah. And what's and where you're from? What's, <laughs> what was I'm cold? Like, <laughs> you like, know? I'm, I'm gonna be okay. I don't, I don't really need this turtleneck, but like, right. luckily, I, I started making my own. <laughs> choices pretty early right. so what do you think uh, of guys uh, no eh. very what British. do you think uh no i don't i'm not a thriller yeah um i think it's very 
you know, that old British. But I guarantee you that this house that they're in was probably used for, you know, Downton, not probably not Downton Abbey, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it got knocked down by then. You're a Downton Abbey fan, right? Yeah, I, I uh, recently uh, watched the whole series. Oh, benched it. It was awesome. How many seasons? Four, five, five, five. I think. Yeah. What's her name was in it, right? Uh, Maggie Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she was I wonderful. Her. Yeah, I love her. Great. Is this guy oh. wearing velvet pants? Yes, I think he was. Or maybe they were corduroys. Oh, they might be, but they're very shiny. They are. Ooh, look at this. And then there's scarves. Well, obviously, these aren't, I mean, once we get to the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker's scarf was like 15 miles long, of course. Right, yeah, yeah. His, his trademark. <laughs> Classic. But, but, like, back in, you know, like, they couldn't do these outdoor scenes because they'd have to shoot it on film, and it was very mm -hmm. expensive pre-third Doctor. That's why they kind of, they did a trade-off. We're going to keep you on Earth, so we're going to save money on, you know, spaceship sets and stuff. But we'll be outside a lot. You could drive. We'll have the countryside. It'll be really pretty. The BBC kind of, you know. And, of course, like I said, they use sets. This car was probably used on, like, 15 shows. <laughs> At least. It's not like Vince McMahon who just, you know, wrecked the car and paid Geico. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the money for that. So so these weirdos, these guys sitting I around see, this. these uh, weirdos, yes. Yeah, they're sitting around like this, I don't know, it looks like a giant Trivial Pursuit rug. Yeah, what are they playing? Candyland? Candyland. Love Candyland. Uh, are talking to the, uh, the uh, spiders. Oh, okay. So, As you do. Yeah. So there you go. How is their hair barely moving? Crazy, right? She must have a ton of spray. I don't know. Maybe there's a wind, like a windshield thingy. I don't yeah. Know. It's weird. She has a muffin head. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit muffin head. It's the bangs that do it. Yeah. So what do you think so far? Would you be, would you, would you, would you keep watching? Like, would you, have, have yeah, I gotten you I to mean, enjoy the cheese of it? What I've seen, you know, it looks fairly interesting. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. It's 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 fun watch. It's a good channel to keep on. Again, I've seen them all, so mm -hmm. but I it's a good channel. It's one of my favorite channels to have on in the I know uh uh Jacob said in your last episode that uh that he, you know, that the joy of painting helps him sleep. Doctor Who doesn't help me sleep because usually it's very loud with lots of <laughs> loud, yeah. loud British accents and explosions. But um I'll put Doctor Who on. I'll put I I just love Pluto. It's like the yeah, great the I remember when Pluto first do you remember when Pluto first started? It was like like five channels of shit, <laughs> you know? Well, I and didn't like, really know it until, you know, it got pretty well stocked. And yeah. even since I knew about it, you know, it's it's ballooned, basically. Yeah, the, the first time I put it on, I found it on Amazon Fire TV. And it was like a bunch of crappy, I mean, like decent movies, but nothing great. Uh, they had some music channels. But, I mean, it was like free TV. So you're like, all right, I'll throw this on and mm -hmm. I'll find something funny to watch. It'll put me to sleep. But then the first time I saw something cool is when they added the TNA channel. Oh, yeah. Uh, the TNA wrestling, not TNA, although that would be a great mm -hmm. Pluto channel too, I guess. Uh, the TNA wrestling channel. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then, and then like, right, I don't know what happened, but just randomly out of the blue, I put it on and then shit blew up. Like, you know, Three's Company, Love Boat, mm -hmm. fucking 90210, American Gladiator, like all these. I mean, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Melrose Place. Like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest thing ever. And then classic Doctor Who and Star Trek The Next. That was another one I was I was thinking maybe you and I would do was uh, the Star Trek The Next Generation channel. Oh, shit, um, yeah. Love, love. Yeah. That might have to be a sequel episode. Yeah. Uh, I'd can... love to do that. I mean, it's, like, endless. Isn't so that great? To pick from. It's so great. It's so great, you know? What did you do with Calvin? Three's Company? No, uh, we did um, MTV 
challenge. Oh, that's right. MTV challenge. The reality show. That's right. Who'd you do a three? Did you do the Three's Company? Right? I was did it? with Steve Bennett. Steve Bennett. That's right. Mm-hmm. Steve Bennett. Um, oh, no. Bad uh, camera Force angle. Casters. Follow yeah. Steve Bennett. Yep, Schwarzcasters, 24-inch podcast. Good guy. Look at that. Oh, yeah, this fancy car. Oh, yeah, we can't fuck this car up. They got to use this on six other shows on the BBC. Don't wreck that thing. Look at that thing. This thing. How about that? That is awesome. Who, who, needs I, yeah, who needs iPod buds when you can have that? Man, you know how many teenagers would buy that shit today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be a trend. It would be that a trend. That is, is like a giant metal pair of, uh, like, a headset. Yeah. With giant foam buffers on the ears and the head. That's amazing. It's Look at that. It's like chrome. It's amazing. That is so great. I had is a, this how they make the Cybermen? I think so. Is the it? toaster heads. Yeah. No, nah, probably not. But, it it uh, kind of looked like a proto-Cyberman thing. Though. It does look like a proto You're probably right. It probably is. A, there is no doubt, now that you've said it, that's definitely a piece of a Cyberman costume to, you know, be. again, save money. Yeah. They just had to, you know, I love... I love uh, the Brigadier. Nicholas Courtney is a tremendous. He passed away a couple years ago. And that's Great his actor. companion here. Yeah, he's the yeah. you because he worked for Unit. Unit was like, um, uh, did you like watch Shield? Tor- yeah, a Shield. Did you watch Torchwood? Yes. It's like Torchwood, except okay. except uh, you know, not as under the radar. But they were right, like right, a, yeah. they were like a military unit right, for right, yeah. extraterrestrials. Um. I love Torchwood. Did you like? I, oh, Torchwood is amazing. It's like X-rated Doctor Who. Oh, it is. It yeah. was like you so had. That, that's what it was. It was like that's what that was like the running joke. Like Sarah Jane Adventures was like the Nickelodeon of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who was like the PG Doctor Who, and Torchwood was like Cinemax Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, Actually, I watched Torchwood first. I didn't really know jack shit about Doctor Who, um, that's... except. What I knew a little bit from Torchwood and how, uh, you know, Jack was obsessed with the Doctor. and right. I, But I didn't know why. I always found it funny they never did a crossover. Yeah, it's always been, you know. like David never showed up. Because it was mostly during David's run, I think, when Torchwood yeah, was at. Yeah, yeah. He never, uh, he never crossed over. Um, look at that awesome jacket. Yeah, look at those pants. Those are like, what are those? Like burgundy? I got nothing. I think they're like burgundy pants. I don't know what this guy's wearing. It looks like a drape. And the world's hey. tiniest glasses. I know, right? And they're crooked. They're like <laughs> the size of his eyeballs. I know, right? <laughs> oh, we don't have we we couldn't afford the better glasses. <laughs> I guess so. not. <laughs> a little cheese over Damn. Oh man. Um. But uh, this poor guy, like I feel bad for his head and his ears. I know, right? That looks so uncomfortable. He looks like he's at the dentist's office. He looks so angry. He does. Because he's talking to spiders, I think. And maybe he isn't. That's what I think they were doing with their with that Trivial Pursuit uh, carpet. I think they were talking to the uh, spiders. Oh, that's... um. Oh, that's another... Th- all these unit guys, they were all, like, well-known. Is that, that was Sergeant Benton, I think, is that guy there holding mm-hmm. the, the mail. They were common. They weren't really companions, per se. Uh... uh they had three companions, actually. Uh, he, uh, the third doctor. He had Liz Shaw, who was a scientist. Um, she was there for his first year, and then she left. And then there was, for the next three years, he had, um, uh, I have her face in my head, too. I can't think of her name now. 
she was kind of more damsel in distressy kind. And then she married some guy at the end of one of the episodes. Um, and then uh, Sarah Jane came in as the, uh, for his last year. And of course she was mostly well known as the doctor, uh, the fourth doctor's companion. Who's your favorite villain? I've always thought the Cybermen, like the Daleks, everyone says are the, are the greatest villains ever, but they always make me laugh. Like they're always, they're, they're always a bunch of screw ups. I never took them seriously. The Cybermen, absolutely menacing. My opinion, absolutely menacing. Mm. Uh, although in my opinion, the, now tell me your opinion on this, the most terrifying current, like modern day villain, the weeping angels. Yeah. I was going to say the weeping angels are definitely up there. Mm. Um, I just never took the Daleks seriously. I thought they were just a bunch of, you know, I do love the Daleks though. Oh, they're, I love they're, them. they're just so fucking angry all the fucking time. I know, like, like funny angry, you know, yeah. they're like, Rolling garbage cans. I don't know. They're I just... don't know. I don't know. There's something about them. Oh, look at this. Oh, now they're all playing Trivial Pursuit. Or maybe they're playing, like, Flip Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the Master as well. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the actor. And there have been great actors over the years that played that play the Master. There's never been really a bad Master. You know? And and I would put Missy up there, like, top three. Oh, yeah. She's greatest number one. Masters, you know? Um, Roger Delgado, who played the master, the first master during this, during John Pertwee's run, he was amazing. Uh, I forgot the actor in the eighties. He wasn't bad. Uh, what's his name? The actor that played the the master during, um, David's run, John. I can't oh yeah. I, I see his face, but I don't know his name. Yeah. The one that ran for president. Yeah. He yeah. was awesome. That was a he great was story. Great. The end of yes. time. Yes. The end of time. That was awesome. I love that story. I do too. I do too. What did you think of um like to when me they... the Santarans are funny. They're funny too. They're potato yeah. heads. Yeah, the yeah, potato they're funny guys too. are funny. The potato guys are funny. David David Tennant's regeneration is probably the the most gut wrenching. I know we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Of of all because his was like it was almost like because mostly the regeneration happens when they're about to die. Right. Uh except the second doctor who the the the, the Time Lords like foisted it on them. Um, but David Tennant's, I think was the first one where like, he didn't accept it. He didn't want it. Like Christopher Eccleston's like, yeah, you were awesome. I'm about to die. Here we go. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I, I wonder if that's why David Tennant's regeneration was so violent because he was fighting it. Cause we Definitely, never saw a regeneration, yeah. you know, we never saw a yeah. regeneration where like the fucking TARDIS almost fell apart. I mean, that's mm-hmm. crazy. My favorite moment when Matt Smith looks at his hair and goes, I'm not ginger. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Haven't had a ginger doctor. We had a ginger companion. Yeah. Amy Pond. The best. How come you didn't so for for because of personal purposes, you didn't get back into the show, so you didn't watch you don't have an opinion on like the female doctor? Um, I watched a couple of of her episodes. Um, but like you said, it's hard to really kind of get a feel for them in their first season. Like Right. I didn't want to like totally judge her on that. So I, I kind of always gave myself that space to go back and, and binge it all because that's another problem I have with Dr. Who is like when it would air live, it was like Saturday night or some bullshit. And it was like, nobody's staying at home watching Dr. Who on Saturday. Night. Like I'm not doing that. So like, right. They would like build up on the DVR and I could watch them that way. But I don't really, you know, I don't really consume media that way anymore, honestly. Um, so right. it's like, 
now that there's been a couple of years, I can go back and binge it, maybe. Mm. And get a better feel for her. Right. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think she was... And it wasn't because she was a female. I had no issues with that at all. None at all. Um, I just... Her first season, the writing's not as good as it was. I feel like the writing dipped. Even the back end of Peter's run was a little shaky. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know... Like David and Matt's stories, Chris, just nine, ten, and eleven, and the first half of twelve were amazing. Uh, the back half of Peter's run, mm -hmm. the writing was a little shaky, and I, I, I haven't been a fan of the writing these two seasons, for these the, these last two seasons. No, again, and it's not Jodie Whittaker's fault. I think she's doing the best she can, but mm -hmm. it's definitely not as good as as it was. Right. Um, what about the TARDIS itself? Um, there, it it regenerates with the Doctor pretty much now, um, which is interesting. But And they all, like, look the same but different, you know, just each kind of personalized. Now her hair's doctor. moving. Now yeah, there it goes. Crazy. Yeah, now Holy he's going. Shit. Now she's, her muffin head is floating around. Um, he you looks know, like I Mick Jagger. Peter's, yeah, he does. <laughs> I just realized that. I liked Peter's TARDIS a lot. I did too. I like how it looks on the inside. Yeah, with the, with the, the, the deck, like the, the second balcony mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. i did kind of like david's it, it kind of had that like rustic like earthy feel with like yeah it was free like trunks a, and stuff it I was like that hogwarts was cool. to me. it was very hogwartish yes. yeah yeah like kind of old-fashioned and everything steampunky sort of yeah i agree everything was like broken all the time you know what yep. i'm saying yeah um there was one season because remember the whole the whole gag was that the tardis was supposed to change into Different things, mm -hmm. but the uh, whatever thingamabob was busted, so it stayed a police right. box. Right. But in the sixth, uh, during the sixth Doctor's run, Colin Baker's, they, he somehow fixed it. So there were episodes where it was a an organ. There were episodes where it was like a, <laughs> an armoire. You know, there oh, were episodes where it was a piano. And I'm like, nah, break it again and go back to a police box. It's better. Yeah. Um, it is better. So of all the conventions. That we've both been to, not together. I look forward to a convention, whether wrestling or otherwise. Have you ever seen any good cosplay doctors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in my hometown, we had a convention for several years called Fanaticon. It's small. I mean, it grew every year, but it was pretty small. But um, there were several great cosplayers locally. Mostly David Tennant, I think, is probably the easiest to to cosplay mm -hmm. and uh so several several good tens i've seen a good fours i mean david tom baker is pretty easy if you if you mm -hmm. if you have the you know the hat and the 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 um scarf scarf yeah other than that it's kind of hard like i would love to cosplay my third doctor but i don't know how where i can get an inexpensive you know crushed velvet suit right <laughs> and i have to get a killer wig yeah, I, you know, because <laughs> my hair is not that fluffy. Um, I wish it was. But uh, like Peter Davison, you'd have to find like a cricket cricketeer's outfit, and that's mm -hmm. practically possible. Yeah, that's weird. Colin Baker, if anyone tried to cosplay his weird kind of carnival jacket, good luck with that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I think most people. I liked when David would wear the purple. Mm -hmm. He looked good in that suit. Mm -hmm. I have to say, mm -hmm. I thought he looked good in that suit. And you know, we get a lot of um, Tardis dresses. You know, like. They, oh, yeah. you know, they were like really simple. Some people go really elaborate, um, like do a whole deal. Mm -hmm. um, 
Tardis dress, which I love. Uh, for you horror fans, one of the best uh, Doctor Who uh, episode or series. Um, it was a it was a Tom Baker one. It was called The Horror of Fang Rock, and it takes place uh, in a lighthouse. It's completely mm -hmm. contained. It's only in a lighthouse, and there's like it's almost like The Fog, the movie The Fog, similar to that, where there's like a mysterious something out in the water, beyond the mm -hmm. beyond the fog, beyond the rocks. It's it's awesome for a horror fan like you. You would like that one. Um, hopefully one time when you're on, when you have the channel on, it'll, it'll, it'll hit it. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's called the horror of Fang rock. It's really good for horror. It's, they did a lot of horror ones. They, they would, yeah. uh, yeah, they would get very spooky and very, you know, haunted house kind of thing. Um, also, uh, we were talking about Jeremy Bullock that was on the last series. One of the greatest bad guys in the history of all of our favorite franchises, Julian Glover, actually played a villain on a Doctor Who uh, series. Of course, he was a Bond villain. He was a uh, Indiana Jones villain. He was a Star Wars villain. Mm -hmm. he, was, uh, he was the snake in Harry Potter. The, mm -hmm. And he was uh, Game of Thrones. He was a bad guy. So, so he was on an episode of, he was on a series of Doctor Who in the late 70s, so. All right, well, that's the end of part one of, what was it? Planet of the Spiders. Planet of the Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, that was interesting. Good Lord. So I wanted much. you to watch that. I, pr I, I, know we, I know I had said I wanted to watch it, but I going back to when you said the, the current blows away the classic, I'm like, I got to get her to sit down and actually watch, like, good. And we actually caught two good ones, too. Yeah, I wanted yeah. her to see the, the, the cheesiness kind of adds to the mystique of the show. So I was, mm -hmm. I really was looking forward to watching it with you because uh, I wanted to see if you enjoyed, if you would have enjoyed the, the cheesiness. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. It was awesome pick. I'm glad we settled Thank all you. Doctor Who. Yeah, me too. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug before we leave? Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PTB Podfather. Uh, of course, you can follow the brand of the other awesome podcast feed that you are one of my uh greatest uh helpers on and hosts the ptb wrestling network mm -hmm. uh follow the brand on twitter at ptbn wrestling i'm on another great uh pod in the quad uh mm -hmm. i always promote it the quad of pods the ptb wrestling network the pop experience of course the jenny position and the no so north south connection podcast so yeah follow me on twitter at ptb podfather place to be dot podbean.com ton of great wrestling pods and of course uh i'm on here not just being a guest on this wonderful show but of course the journey through infinity which is also awesome it is quite awesome uh we need to record one of those soon we do and hopefully we will <laughs> <laughs> we are up to spider-man homecoming we are on that, on that watch so. we're, hitting the, we're hitting the home stretch of the good i'm looking yeah we, had really a, we had a good stretch of like the, you know, our opinions were kind of up and, you know, not up and down, but we were very differing, which made the shows great. But we're hitting like the home stretch now of just one powerhouse after another. So I'm looking forward to the home stretch. Me too. Um, so as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Jenny Position on the Facebook page as well. Leave a review. Um, five stars only, please, if you would like. Uh, that would be great. I would appreciate it. You can hear a new episode of Hot Tokes. Me and Vanessa Shark talked about 
smoking weed and being parents. Um, so that was Ooh. fun. <laughs> that those are little 30 30-ish minute episodes. Um, even if you don't smoke, you know, we we're fun and you might learn something. So check out that show. Um, also, oh, Talking Pop. I've got a new episode of Talking Pop. Uh, it's an interview. Tim and I are back to interviews and we are back with Aaron George and we had quite the conversation um, mostly about Shakespeare so uh, Shakespeare fans out there you're going to love it and everybody else is going to love it too it's really 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 fun listen so uh, check that one out for sure my wrestling content like you said at Place to Be uh, at the North South Connection awesome stuff there Um, and that is it thank you so much